0: And welcome
1: to a special episode of the Early Years Podcast, where we are talking just about the Zero to Threes conference that happened last month at the Faith Mission. I'm here with Ailish Guy and Paula Greenhill, who were two of the people who took part in organising it. Hello, guys. Hi there. Hi. Hi Hi there.
0: Uh,
2: Yes. So. Eilish. Okay. Yeah. So, um, my name is Ailish Guy and I was involved in the, the planning of the North The Threes Conference along with Paula Greenhill and uh, Tracy Shaw. And uh, we had a group of uh, representatives from um, local authority settings uh, and uh, partner providers that helped us uh, plan the, the conference, which was really good. Um, it was a really good working group.
0: Yes, hi, I'm Paula Greenhill and I'm Early Years Manager for the south of the city. Um, As Eilish has explained already, we were part of a working group to deliver the Zero to Three conference. Um, Across the city there was input from practitioners and managers from different settings um, and that was really valuable because they were able to bring forward their practice and um, share their ideas with the, the plan for the 0 to 3 conference. Okay, could you give us a bit of an idea about the structure of the day? What kind of things happened? Okay, so Lynn Patterson, Senior Education Manager, opened the day um, and really spoke about the importance of leadership and the importance of continual learning throughout your career um, and focused on our younger children. Um, Then there was presentations from Louise Caldwell, who spoke about loose parts with the zero to threes and the importance of allowing children to explore and to transport. This was a really interactive session where practitioners were able to take part.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Louise, she uh, arrived as always with her big white van and (laughs) uh, unloaded uh, a, a range, a huge range of different materials and uh, each table had a basket of different natural materials so during her presentation she gave delegates an opportunity to kind of explore uh, the, the objects within the baskets and then got feedback about you know what their experiences were of exploring these objects and what did they need more to help them explore further and Louise just used a lot of her knowledge and expertise of kind of doing loose parts you know, from not right up to kind of older older children and um, so I, I thought it was really good and I think it was a lot of laughter and engagement <laughs> yes. in it, yeah.
0: Actually I think as well she was mentioning um, that if they're open-ended resources, yes. okay. to make sure that you have enough for children to then change and alter how they play with it and um, to have that provocation where they can they can use the objects to play in lots of different ways. Okay.
1: So it's not like you're putting a plastic figure in front of them, it was more yes. kind of pipe. Open ended. Yeah, yes.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: yeah. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Super. Okay. So after Louise's presentation, what happened next? Um, then it was myself um who talked about the importance of zero to three being a really crucial age of development. Um, there is a there is a chart that I put up on the screen um, which just shows how important zero to three is and it's a crucial time for development in the first five years first of all but more importantly that the brain development really peaks particularly in the first three years of life. Um, and on the chart, which I can um, put onto the blog at some time so people can access there, it just sh- it shows in different colours the different areas of development that happens in 0 to 3. And each of these is represented with a different colour. Okay, great. Can you give us a bit more info about the different areas? Yeah, yeah. So um, to support the development of the brain, the children need... Um, as we know relationships and interactions and touch and communication and opportunities to play and to be challenged and opportunities to be read to and um, to explore music and rhythm and these were sort of the key threads that came throughout the day on the zero to three and um, we did finish with a, a real music interaction and um, drama session which really <laughs> brings in that rhythm so that's how the day ended but throughout the day there was a lot more Um, that went on that day Um, and you know children's babies experiences in the early year settings impact on their physical and their emotional development and throughout this the conference um, practitioners and participants had the opportunity to take some time and reflect really on their current practice and then we hoped that they were taking some ideas back with them to their their teams.
2: I think yeah, I think for um, the delegates, we, there was lots of opportunities because we had tables out so delegates were sitting around different tables so we had opportunities peppered right through mm-hmm. the day for, for them to kind of share their ideas and um, their practice around the tables and I think that worked really well. Okay, That's
0: great. great. Um, the next part of the day was around the developmental milestones and um, as Elish has mentioned already, the working group oh yeah, Um, did come together and over the period of a couple of months Mm -hmm. really people um, had a look at the different ages of development and we developed two developmental milestones which are a pilot at present Um, And there are copies available for people to have a go and we would like some feedback on these because they are a a working document. So one of the developmental milestones is from children aged 3 to 18 months and the other one is for children aged 18 to 36 months. Right. And is it in the same sort of
1: format as the developmental and learning milestones that are out for the threes to fives? Yes. Oh brilliant,
0: so it's about that kind of continuum. Yes, it is. Yeah, so we wanted something very familiar, <laughs> um, so that it wasn't something new and something different, but okay. you know something really to focus on those younger children okay. in and their services. And so are they up on the blog just now? They will be. Super. Yes, so we'll get them by up. By the time you're listening, mm-hmm. they'll be up. Yep. It'd be great. Um, and with the developmental milestones there is a guidance around their use because we wanted to ensure that they are used holistically um, and that we consider children as individuals when we're using them so knowing your children really well and building those positive relationships that people do in their workplace um, is really crucial Um, and ensuring that we provide experiences that are positive so that children continue to thrive yeah, I think that's key, isn't it? We're not saying mm-hmm. that kids are moving kind of step by
1: step by yeah. step through these development kind uh, of. It's yes. not It's not a set path, but it's yeah. just about giving that little bit of kind of support for professional judgments, is that about? Yeah. Right?
2: yeah. Absolutely. And we made links to the Up, Up and Away um, guidance and also yeah. building the ambition. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. You know, to help practitioners. Yes. Super.
0: So. That's great. Um, and, you know, within that, we've talked a lot about. Developing our observation skills, as this is vital you know, to get to know your children really well. And there is further training around that. If services or centres are interested in finding out more about that,
1: great. I think that observation is so key, isn't it? Kind of being able to articulate what you're seeing, and then that next step of being able to understand why that thing that you saw is important.
2: That's Absolutely. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. It's a tricky science <laughs> or art. So the next part, um, we actually broke for coffee at that point, um, and around the room there was many stalls that were set up by um, the zero to three conference, but uh, the work working group, but also some other people. So yeah. some of the stalls. Can yeah, you remember so we, yeah,
2: we had. Um Nicola and Grant from Craig and Tenny had a lovely stall on Parks, loose parts you know, play yeah. yes sorry yeah. so they had lots of different natural materials lots of photographic evidence and how they plan um, with children to just develop and create you know really kind of engaging experiences uh, you know for, for their for their youngest children and um, we also had the the learning resource library at okay. Craig Miller so they brought along a lot of books and resources that were appropriate for, for younger for younger children.
1: And that's a resource that our partners can access as yes, well, which I absolutely. don't think is well known actually.
2: No, it, we they're always really good at coming along to any kind of events that we that we plan. And um, yeah, so they're a brilliant resource. If you go in there it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. There's just so much to so much choice <laughs> and all really good quality um, yep. good so. resources. And
0: uh, one of the stalls we had Sue Cameron, um, yeah. who is runs the uh, training for PEEP and she will support services to um, roll out PEEP sessions for parents. Um, so, you know, Sue's a great contact if you're interested in developing your parental engagement. Uh, and we also...
2: Yeah, we had um, Forbes and um, Claire from Forbes and Vicky from the Waterfront they created a little area um, with resources that were just lovely resources for for babies. So, uh, treasure baskets and a lovely little cozy area with books, and it was just really to give delegates an idea of what you know, you know, ideas for kind of resources that they that they can provide for for babies and and how they can create cozy spaces, without you know too much expense because a lot of the yeah. resources were things that you can kind of pick up in in shops and you know quite quite cheaply. Yeah, yeah. but they're still Good, good quality.
0: Great, yeah. So our working group were really vital in supporting the development of the zero to three conference, and we had four practitioners who were part of the working group who um, also gave presentations on the day. So they were Linda Arnett from mm-hmm. St Joseph's, and she gave a presentation around transition and um, the importance of linking with parents um, when children are beginning to settle, but throughout. Um, and then we had um, Maria from Waterfront um, who supported self-eval- who talked about self-evaluation and how to improve her practice. And, this, and she really related back to her own practice in Waterfront and how she had um, supported other colleagues to look at self-evaluation, um, knowing yourself really well um, in, in the setting and also knowing your community and knowing your cluster. And um, so that you can have that important self-evaluation. Then we had... Uh, sorry, just to oh, jump in there. I yeah. think
1: the key thing for that, though, is that it's not just um, the, the person who is named as the manager or the leader yeah. of the setting that's involved in the self-evaluation, is that yep. it's sort of developing yes, that absolutely. capacity to explore your own practice.
0: Yes, um, um, that yeah. self-reflection. Yeah, yeah. 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 Super. Yeah. Uh, and we also had Lynn Brody and Margaret Nisbet from... Uh, Stenhouse Early Years Centre and they talked about developing um, value-based practice at Stenhouse and they had talked about the journey they had gone on um, with their teams and um, their uh, 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 two members of their room-based and they talked about um, really being in the moment with children and taking the time and enjoying going at that, that slower pace of the day um, And then the final presentation we had was from Grant from Craig and Tinney. And he uh, talked about the mosaic approach that they had carried out at Craig and Tinney and looking at the the centre, uh, looking at the environment through the child's eyes. So Um, we're not going to go too much into that um, because we have Grant later on in the podcast. Super. That's great. (laughs) So then we broke for lunch, and again, there was an opportunity for people to network and um, get a chance to reflect on the practice and look around the stalls. That's so important,
1: isn't it? Because if you've got mm-hmm. such a full day, you need that time for it just to sort of sink down and think about it and kind of throw the ideas around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- yeah, lunch is a really important
0: part of that. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> was. <laughs> um, and in the afternoon, uh, Tracy Shaw um, started the afternoon yeah. with a real fun quiz, oh, all, all about um, facts for children under from 0 to 3, um, and actually it became very competitive,
2: it did. <laughs> Yes, yes, we actually had to have monitors making sure that there was no kind of checking internet and things on phones <laughs> and googling, um, no there yeah. wasn't any of that at all. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, and be honest. Uh-huh, and it was great fun, and actually, you know, real um, in-depth opportunity to, to think about some things. So, that, you know, one of the questions that I can remember was, "When was Building the Ambition published?" Um, so there was, and then there was lots of fun facts as mm-hmm. well about brain development mm-hmm. in children um, under three as well. So it was, it was really good fun, and there was a prize at the end. What's That's right. It, yes. yes uh uh-huh, <laughs> so, Yes. One team
2: they got the, they got the prize, which uh-huh. was which was great. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Which was a tree of muffins. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> excellent. Always up for some um, sweet mm-hmm. treats. Yep. Yeah, so that began an afternoon before uh, Joanna McKenzie, who is the policy lead in the Eligible Twos for the Scottish Government, gave an update,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and then followed by yourself, Eilish. That's yep.
2: right, yeah. So Joanna and Kerry from the Scottish Government, just they talked about the Eligible Twos um, and the, just the, the update on the work that's been happening mm-hmm. around the uptake of Eligible Twos across Scotland. Um, I think the Scottish governments have identified that. It's possibly lower than um, what they would like. So there's been kind of a lot of work being put into trying to increase the uptick. And there's lots of, you know, you know what Joanne was talking about, kind of lots of challenges around that for families. Um, and um, so in terms of kind of eligible twos in Edinburgh, I think Edinburgh are a little bit um, above the, the national average. So I think, you know, we're doing okay, but there's still kind of, there's still spaces available for for E2s, and that's something that we're we're working towards, um, and uh, just in terms of looking at, you know, where the barriers are for families, and one of the things that we're going to be looking at is um, families that are living in temporary accommodation, and where and how they can access, um, eligible two's mm-hmm. provision. So that's the next thing that we're we're looking at as a as a group.
0: And um, the last part of the afternoon was from Jill Irwin and Chris Ridley. Jill is is Health Visiting Team Manager Mm -hmm. and Chris Ridley is GURFEC Strategic Officer. So both um, Jill and Chris talked about NHS pathways and um, also about um, the GURFEC process and gave an update um, to practitioners on that. And then finally we asked participants to give us some feedback on um, the current training that is available for um, practitioners working with zero to threes and also asked them to identify um, any further training that they would like to uh, take forward. So we've we've gathered those notes and that will help us to to determine our next steps. We also would like to um, review and update the planning for the Zero to Threes. Um, so the working group will be meeting again, we'll be contacting um, those who were interested in continuing this work um, and we will be updating uh, the Zero to Three planning and the training that's available. Um, and then finally we had <laughs> Marianne Kenny who is a um, um, musician and performing and storyteller, storyteller and she really um, spoke about the importance of um, having fun and really have interactive story sessions and um, involving all the children. And it was a very interactive yeah, session was. for us yeah. as well. <laughs> no, absolutely. <Yeah.
2: laughs> um, I think it was very powerful. Um, and about her key message around the importance of song and rhyme with babies, and it was lovely to hear about her experiences because she's obviously done a lot of travelling and talking about the different cultures that she's you know experienced, and you know it was very similar around just the importance of rhymes and lullabies and you know for for babies and and young children, and. Um, so, and the power of our voices, mm-hmm. uh, which can have a huge impact on, on, on babies and, and, and children and their enjoyment of songs and stories and, and rhymes. And I think what Marianne did really well was, you know, just to retell, you know, the, the gingerbread man in a kind of very dynamic and engaging <laughs> yeah. way without yeah. any props and she engaged her audience and just the physicality of how she mm-hmm. got the story and the uh, across to the audience was just yeah. wonderful yeah. Yeah. and it was so much fun mm-hmm. yeah well, it, was. it was it great. was
0: great yeah and it just really highlighted the importance of ourselves as a key resource Absolutely. wasn't it yeah. because yeah. As Absolutely. The said, there wasn't many no. props but yeah it was really just her did.
2: gestures her mm-hmm. tone of voice her express her facial yeah. expressions yeah. Yeah, and she wasn't afraid to do that, so I think if anybody's taken anything away from that it's just about don't be afraid uh-huh. to yeah. to use your voice and to use your yeah. facial expressions yeah. and to yeah. use yeah. your body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. particularly for our youngest stories. kids, isn't it, Absolutely, yeah. the way
1: we use our face is uh, over yeah, so Yes,
2: yeah. you know babies are just so hardwired to yeah. engage with, with face and yeah. their pe- people's expressions, I mean that's mm-hmm. the first thing that they're doing when they're born. Yeah, yeah, that's so it really
0: was a very successful day. There has a survey monkey will be going yes. out, yeah, um, and probably by the time you listen to this podcast, it will be out. So we would really welcome some feedback yeah. on the day, and yeah. because um, that will help us direct our, mm-hmm. our next steps. Mm-hmm.
1: Super. So for kind of summarising the key messages, I guess the. One around making sure that your resources are open ended yes. and that you have got enough for your children to explore with mm-hmm. and transform mm-hmm. yeah. from Louise's presentation. Um, the use of the zero to three milestones and just making that as a pilot just. Yeah, join out.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And we need feedback because that's yeah. how we will improve and make mm-hmm. it better <laughs> yes. yeah, as absolutely. we go along. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and then from what would you say is the key takeaway from Linda's presentation? The importance of um, parents as first educators yes. and um, building that relationship yeah,
2: definitely. Um, with yeah, your that parents continually. I yeah, came across really strongly mm-hmm. in Linda's presentation just the importance of relationships, building relationships with the whole family. Yeah, yeah definitely.
0: And um, Maria's key message was around self-evaluation as a whole team um, and continually sort of reflecting on your own practice and, and working together on self-evaluation. Um, and then Lynn and Margaret talked about really reflecting on practice, everyday practice, and how we are with our, our youngest people and um the pace of the day and just taking that wee bit longer and following the child's lead
2: with very her. much about the role of the adult. Yeah, and that's yeah. Isn't uh-huh. that? yeah, yeah. about yeah.
0: yeah. um, that. And Grant's key message was around, um, you know, looking at the the children and the children um, children's voice within using that as an evaluation and the out the importance of outdoors.
1: Brilliant. Yes. Lovely. Um, so, is there anything that you think? We've missed out, or are you... No, I, I think, think, we've think we've, we've, covered, we've covered everything. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. And, uh, yes, we will... If anyone has any questions, I guess they can just get in touch with either of you yeah. directly. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, thank you both very much. Thank you. Hello. So, initially, I had thought that this part of the podcast would be Grant Chang. However, when I went to go and interview Grant... Our chat was just too good to cut so it's not on the end of this one you are going to have to download our next podcast which is podcast 3.5 um where grant will tell you all about his approach to using the mosaic at craig and tinney early years center um, thank you so much for listening here if you have any questions around anything you've heard about the zero to threes conference please do contact Paula Greenhill at edinburgh.gov.uk or alish.guy at edinburgh.gov.uk. They will both give you all the information you need. Um, and if you think that you have something that you'd like to share about any practice that's going well in your setting, we are really keen to hear about it because what we're finding more and more is that this collaboration is so valuable and um, the opportunities that we have to do that. Um, we shouldn't pass up. So please do get in touch if there's anything that you think you would like to share. Thank you very much for listening and see you next time. Cheery bye.